This is the Haha Joke So Funny Please podcast. The oh my back. gosh. What's up? Hi. How are your jokes? Are they funny? Please. Uh, they're getting funnier. I think I my thing was I realized the other day <clears throat> I was listening to some of my old stand up stuff and I'm like, this shit isn't funny. Like if that anyone laughed is kind of an accident, <laughs> you know? Like a good accident, like I'm grateful for it. But it's good to be honest with yourself. It's really hard for me to be honest with myself. I'm like, this is hilarious. <laughs> no, no, like it's but, actually not that hilarious. <laughs> you just thought it was funny. And like a lot of times too, I'd have my friends that would come out and see me. And I don't know if they were laughing because the joke was funny or because, yeah. oh, that's crazy. John Lewis is doing stand-up right yeah. now. You know what I mean? So Friends, friends are usually, I'm always too scared to do it in front of friends. But... Like, there was that one guy last night that was in from Austin, and I think he bailed. It felt like he bailed after, like, four minutes, I would guess. But he had, like, eight friends there, and they were just like, good job, dude. And I was like... (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, he obviously had some stuff that was pretty funny. He He was getting into it. I wish he would have just stuck with it. It's not like... I mean, he was bombing, but, I mean, not as hard as... I mean, he was just, like, on par as everyone else. Right. Yeah, I I would agree. I think everybody had kind of a... Uh, Except a, for like Steven and Kendall. Yeah. And I mean, but they always, do, I mean, they always kill. You yeah. Know? So like it wasn't even, like it was really, there were a couple guys up there that got up there and just like, man, they had a really difficult time. It was a tough crowd to work with, you know? So, but I mean, no. I've done, we've done those shows before. I ate it at the last one, I felt like, you know? Really? Yeah, I did too. So, I mean, like, it's, I know what it feels like to get up there and be like, oh crap, like this crowd is not, like, they're not into this at all, you that, know? That was the first time I saw that Paul guy. Was it, have you have you seen him before? Yeah, Paul Ayes, I think. Yeah. yeah, he's come out before to a couple of the open mics, and so I'd seen him once or twice, but um, he was pretty funny. He had a huge Joe Rogan shirt on, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. He was like, he's like a big dude, so it was like the largest Joe Rogan face ever on a <laughs> shirt. It's like yeah, massive. He was like the size of like three basketballs. <laughs> I think he had a joke that um, I told at work today. But it like the joke. I think there was a punchline to the joke that I missed. But he like he wound up doing this thing where he got on stage and he said, "Y'all ever heard of a pickleback? It's where you you have a shot of whiskey and then a shot of pickle juice. That's pretty weird, right?" And then he's like, "But I've been getting into it. I've been having them right and left." And I mean, it was so funny because it was like I don't know if this is like a crowd work thing or if this is like the joke is that picklebacks are weird, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized that it's named after Nickelback, I think. Is it really? I would guess. Why else would it be called a pickleback? Well, the dick thing I did in the show was I screamed a terrible band when he asked if anyone knew what a pickleback was. Oh, and did so, you? Yeah. But he didn't respond to it. I really wish he had. I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> and I was sitting right next to you. Uh, yeah, right, so when he said that, some girl was like, Ew! When he said that. Gross. <laughs> That's funny. But Kendall had a really on night, though. Um, he headlined, which... We're doing at that show now where we have like one dude who does like ten to fifteen minutes. Oh, is that and a so, thing? Yeah, I guess so. I didn't realize it was till Kendall went on, but mm-hmm. like, I think it's kind of cool though because it gives people an opportunity to get more stage time. You know, the more consistent they are at it or whatever. You know. Yeah, I, uh, I, 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 I don't think I saw anything new of Kendall's. No, I didn't either. Um, but I mean, he had to do more crowd work type stuff, which I hadn't seen him in a situation where he has to like negotiate with people you know what I mean yeah. and it was a tough crowd because they would keep saying things you know or like yeah. they're being uh, like very involved I guess yeah they were they were just talking it was background noise which is fine yeah if I went to a bar and 
not to see comedy and there was comedy, I'd probably not take it seriously either. Right. I mean, you're not going to... I don't blame them. Right. You're not going to form yourself to... A lot of, a lot of the like, comedians were like yelling at girls, like, shut up. And girls were like, we're, <laughs> we're just here. We can leave. No, like, Miguel, Miguel got up there and he said, I expected the audience to be smarter. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> I was like, oh, geez. shit. This is getting real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's up. He's up. He's gonna fight on me, and Miguel's a fighter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, and just, then I was just kind of like, I just kind of, whenever people would kind of do that, I would just kind of put my head like that, <laughs> put my head down. Like confrontation's a tough thing. Yeah, it's really tricky. I like doing a little bit of like confrontation, you know, but like you gotta like be willing to shut people down. You gotta say something that's so funny that like the rest of the crowd goes, oh, you know, and then everyone just shuts up. <laughs> I've just been powering through it. I've just been ignoring anything. I just like to curl up in a ball and yeah. hold the microphone like this and say, "You're right." Yeah, yeah. I, I give just, up. I just. I yeah. am a hack. Yeah. Yeah, I just give up on stage and start crying. <laughs> yeah, that's my. You're right. I should keep my day job. Yeah. But me and Steven, did I tell you we and Steven have been hanging out for like start at like three? Like we started hanging out at like three p.m. Yesterday. Oh no way. Yeah. <laughs> so we've been we had been drinking for like five hours. <laughs> How was that? It was fun. Yeah. He kicked my ass in darts in the back room. There's like a dartboard. Nice. And we watched the Saints and Panthers game because they're in the Falcons division and they were both like they're both they were both like seven and four or something like that. Yeah, and yeah. I forget who won, but it, yeah, just hanging out. And then he had a friend that like killed himself and he was like kind of upset. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I texted him. I was like, hope's everything good, and he didn't text me back. A lot of people in town knew that girl. It was really hard. Did you know her, or did you know people that knew her? I knew lots of people who knew her. So that's like my brother runs in the crowd that she ran in. So it's like lots of mutual friends type okay. of deal, you know? So, But I didn't know her personally at all. But that's really difficult. Yeah. And she was young, too, so that really... And she had a kid. Oh, did she really? I oh, think so. Man. That's so sad. That's the worst. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and um, prayers. Yeah, thoughts and prayers. R.I.P. I that's like I, I, it must suck. Like I, I don't like. What do you do with the kid after that? You know. I don't know, man. I I've had like a couple suicides that were people who were close to me, right? But they never had, they didn't have families. So it was like there wasn't like this whole thing that goes along with it, you know? Like I can't imagine. Like I had a cousin who took his life, um, like almost a year ago, right? And but he was a vet, and so like there was like some sort of like. PTSD? There, yeah, there was PTSD, and there felt like there was some sort of resolution almost, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't it wasn't a good thing by any stretch, but, like, it also was kind of like, okay, it's understandable why this thing happened, yeah. you know? I think when that's someone who's young and, like, you know, doesn't struggle with PTSD or something, yeah. some other mental thing, you know? Comes out of nowhere. Yeah, like, that's got to be really, really difficult. I had another friend, like, probably four or five years ago that took his life, and he'd been struggling with depression, and, like, his meds had been screwed up for a while. So, yeah. like, like those make sense, you know? You're like, oh, yeah, but, gosh, it'd be so hard when you're dealing with something like that. Yeah. I can't I just, imagine. I just, I just worry about the kid, I guess. Hopefully they, he's got, like, a father or something like that that he can live with. Yeah, I mean, usually the grandparents step in, step in during that oh, I guess situation. That's true. That too. It's crazy, man. You had anyone close to you? Commit suicide? Yeah. I don't think so. No one? No, not really. Have you watched anyone die? Like, like an old person die or anything? Uh, 
Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Grandma, grandpa type of deal. Yeah. yeah, that's no fun. Yeah, those are difficult. No those bueno. Oof. I was trying to explain what that was like the other day to somebody. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, it was my buddy Daniel. We were driving somewhere, and we were talking about it, and he's like, man, I watched someone like pass away, and it was like an old person, and I was like, oh, dude, like I've seen like three or four of those now. <laughs> They're crazy, You though. have a big family, right? Yeah, like a pretty large family, and then lots of old people in my family. Yeah. Like I had all but like two great-grandparents. You know, like how many cousins do you have? Oh, a ton. Um, my dad's side. On all probably, sides, how co- how oh, many cousins? All sides, eh, we probably don't. We don't pull past thirty or forty. That's so many. Do you know? How, you want to know how many total cousins I have? How many? Two. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I don't have a big family. <laughs> That's the American way, right there. Yeah. But, but like my family was super conservative and religious, and yeah. so like it's lots and lots and lots of like. You know, Jesus babies, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, my mom was an only child, and my dad had three brothers, but only one of them had two kids. Really? So I only have two cousins. That's crazy. Yeah. That's really, really crazy. That's what's, like, was it, like, the smallest Christmas ever? Like... Yeah. I can't even imagine. Like, I grew up, like, like my grandparents lived out in the middle of the country, and so we'd go there, and there'd be, like... You know, it'd be like going to school for us because we were homeschooled. So it's like, oh yeah, and it's like, Wait, wow. So did you go to Did you go to school with your cousins? No, but it was like that was the socializing there for a while. Oh. It was like we knew one other girl that was homeschooled. There was one huge family that lived like up the road from us that had like eleven kids, and so we got to hang out with either of those kids, or it was we were hanging out at my you know family's house like during some sort of like holiday type thing, and so but that was like. Art socializing was family. What kind know? of stuff did you learn in homeschool? Oh, all sorts of stuff, dude. Did like, you count Jesus's breads? Is that? I mean, we how did. You did multiplication. I, I learned Jesus... to skip count through Jesus songs. I literally did. You want to hear it? Yes. Um, let me think here. If Jesus uh, had three breads and five fishes. <laughs> no, no, it was skip counting. Five. So, um, we'd have songs like seven, fourteen, twenty-one, twenty-eight. Uh, Jesus made these numbers. <laughs> They're really great. <laughs> They're really great. But it would be like some Jesus-related lyric, you know? And it'd be like, Samuel laid out in the field and counted all the stars, you know? And it was like, it was almost Mormonism, but like not quite, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like Mormonism, but like no planets. Yeah. That reminds me of VeggieTales. I think we already talked about this on the podcast, but that, that's like a Christian thing. I'm oh, like, yeah. I, I would always watch that when I was a kid. VeggieTales is the shit, man. Yeah. Larry's the bomb. He's still the coolest, man. Larry's still the coolest. Yeah. They, they would always do, like, manger stories and stuff like that. Noah's Ark. All of them, dude. Cain and Abel. Jonah and the Whale. That was the big one. I remember when Jonah and the Whale came out, it was literally like an event in the homeschool community. It was like everybody was like, holy shit, we're going to go out there. We're going to like bring all of our Jesus swag. We're going to hang out in front of the movie theater, buy tickets, you know? They were all over it. It was like a big event for them. Like, there's so many like overly done hacky Bible stories like Noah's Ark and stuff like that. And there's like... I still don't even know what Samson and Delilah is. Like, there's so many <laughs> Bible stories that you I You don't have. know it. I have no idea what You don't the, know the story of Samson and Delilah? I have no idea what the book of Titus is about. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like Philemon's the interesting one. There's a bunch of weird What is Philemon? Philemon is the story of a slave who ran away, right? And um, Paul writes to the slave, the okay, master so of these, the slaves. Are these, are these like slaves in Egypt, I guess? No, these are slaves in like Greece. So okay. like Greece, Turkey, that kind of area. So this this dude named Philemon, um, he owns a slave and the slave runs off. And um, he comes to Paul and Paul converts him. 
And Paul's like, okay, like, they're going to try and chase you down, and we don't want you causing trouble for the church, so you need to, like, go back. And so he's writing this letter <laughs> to Philemon, basically saying, hey, don't be, like, a dick to this guy when he comes back. So that's that's the crux of That's that. the story? That's the story. That's literally, that's the that's letter. That's a terrible story. <laughs> it's, it's not a story, necessarily. It's just the letter. That's how the letter is, you know? Jeez. It's crazy. I remember, I was listening to one guy one time explain it, and because, like, I mean, it's obviously, it's, it's talking about slavery in this thing, yeah. you know? And like how could there be any justifiable like explanation for he's it like, listen and this whole like, slavery thing's a headache <laughs> look dude <laughs> i don't i don't think it's cool that you're a slave but like this is going to cause some major trouble for us if you don't come back yeah, you yeah, know yeah. You just take this rosary get out of here <laughs> blessings be upon thee good I luck imagine good luck dude, jesus will prevent protect you in the fields there's some crazy ones dude there's some really weird so wait so those le- those are paul's letters yeah yeah it was paul um and what book is that book of Philemon the book of Philemon oh okay yeah Titus Philemon Hebrews all that jazz okay I had to memorize Philemon's. that in the presidents as a kid so you know it's God and then who's your favorite president country. you want a trivia question shit that's fun let's play that what's your favorite president uh what who was president at the turn of the 20th century ooh uh Grover Cleveland no damn who well, it's a trick question. You're supposed to say McKinley because he was president in like 1900, uh, but the turn of the 20th century is actually 1901. You know what I'm talking uh, about? Remember that? Okay. So the answer is Teddy Roosevelt. Damn. I think Grover Cleveland was directly before Okay. McKinley. I thought it was somewhere in that area. He did it twice, right? McKinley was the dude. McKinley was the one that like... Who he was assassinated. Yeah, but he was the one that like uh, the fucking corporations paid basically to like, and this isn't even conspiracy theory. Like probably, he's the one that was like backed by like Carnegie and Rockefeller. Yeah, and like he was like, and then like some communist dude shot him. Yeah, I, he, I think he was like the last president of the Gilded Age, and he was he's known for that and known for being like an an imperialist. Like was really into that. Like I think we under him like we got like the Philippines. And, oh damn. Cuba, I think, like all that. Wait, stuff. I thought the Philippines was uh, Teddy Roosevelt's thing, right? Because he killed like all the Fino Filipino maybe, dudes. Maybe he started it, or, or uh, maybe McKinley started, but I know it was like around there. I don't know. Sure. That that's when American imperialism was like. Dog, you know it's bad when you can't keep up with which president killed which people group. <laughs> it's really, really yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, is that the one that fucked up all those Native Americans? <laughs> yeah. No, no, that was Jackson. That was You're... a lot of them. <laughs> that was actually every one of them. Yeah, yeah. We're still doing that. <laughs> We're still on it, man. <laughs> Keystone, man, all the way. Do you know how Teddy Roosevelt got to be president? What, like, elected? Because, well, he wasn't elected. I watched the Ken Burns documentary on the the... Roosevelt. He was the vice president. Right. And then Kim but do you know why shot. they do you, do you know why he was vice president? No. I guess you might know if they... I watched know. the Ken Burns documentary, but, but they, I don't remember. They, uh... Because, you know, he was, like, the first progressive president, like, trust buster kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. So he was, like... Rain the banks in. Yeah, yeah. So, like, they hated him. So they were, like... He was, like, messing up their money. So, uh... They... they, they I forget... I think he was, like... I knew he was New York police commissioner at some point, but I, I think... Maybe he was, like... Gov, I don't know. Some, well, the some... big deal was he was in New York, like busting up corrupt cops, yeah. right? Like that okay. was his shtick. So, so they appointed him vice president, or like they put him on the ticket to like get him out of there. Oh, because like so, the vice president doesn't do shit. Yeah, exactly. Whoa. And then he became president. <laughs> that shit backfired like crazy. Yeah. Wow. No pun intended. Front fired. Damn. Yeah, dude. I believe his assassin was called like Leon. Sh- 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 
Schlagle or something like that. <laughs> His name was like C Z O N L E G Z, something like that. People wonder why. It's weird to think. Like I watched a documentary about World War One last night, and it's just crazy. Like how long the United States was like, nah, we're not gonna do anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. Have you ever heard of? There's a YouTube um, channel. There was like some controversy, like how YouTube recently changed the way they structure ads. Oh, really? And I think they like took a big hit. Um, sure, H three H three had something to say about that, right? Yeah, probably. I don't know. I don't think it does. I don't know what yeah. the deal is. Anytime there's controversy, that's the only time I see an H three H three video. Here's our hot take on YouTube. H H three H three. Here's my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's always there, and she never adds anything. It's just it's literally him. Like I'm not a misogynist. Look, my girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. And he and then he like he talks like this. It makes weird facial yeah, gestures. Yeah. We're not very kind to internet celebrities, are we? No, but I mean he's not kind to anyone, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> if he heard this, he would like literally dox us and ruin our lives. So I think that'd be great. I, the only thing you could do by doxing us would be make our podcast. Go <laughs> yeah. You literally couldn't hurt us. We need to bait Trump or somebody so that we really yeah. shoot up in the numbers. Um, there was a comedian that came through here a couple of years ago that some people are friends with that I know. And uh, he, he, when Trump was running, he would make these fake tw- tweets with Trump that would be like, Caleb Sinan's comedy is the worst I've ever heard. <laughs> and he would give it like 20,000 retweets or maybe Holy like shit. maybe like 2 million or something like that. And people, <laughs> People, people, I guess because like people are like out of touch, like because he's been on like TV and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, I can't believe Trump's saying that about you. And he's like, it's not. <laughs> it's it's not real, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's people great. think like you've been on TV once, and they're like, oh yeah, so you he's guys hang out. Now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey man, can you get me in touch with Kimmel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not no. how this works. <laughs> there's never like. The thing is, now it doesn't seem like there's ever, like, the one breakthrough moment. Like, we're never going to be the Beatles on Carson. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's yeah, like, holy shit, you're the biggest thing now, you know? Because the audience is spread so thin now. I think it's easier to make it, but it's harder to make a living. Like, I think it's mm. easier to... Like, what's so discouraging to me is, like, you know, like, Tom Segura? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his wife, Christina Pazinski? Mm-hmm. Pazitsky. Like, so they've got their podcast together, Your Mom's House, which I think they could probably make a living from or like oh and her special by the way is absolutely yeah. amazing mother and fairy is good so good yeah her it's her first one too it's good um but she's got her own podcast i think they both have their own podcast like separate from each other mm-hmm. i mean she, all right so she just put out like a good special you said she's got a podcast with her husband i mean she's like a famous comedian she's huge uh like someone that we could dream to be yeah like me. and and she she's well, huge like me yeah like yeah, yeah. yes yeah it's um, hard being. Hopefully, here. she'll reach your level at some point. But right. Well, she, her, we can't all have a podcast. Yes. So her podcast job building websites. Her podcast only gets like four thousand plays, and I'm just like, wow, that's it. Yeah, it Jeez just seems Louise. so much lower than it should be. You know that's what I mean? Crazy. It's like if she gets four thousand. Fuck! I feel like we could get that. Maybe, maybe not. Because <laughs> if, if that's what she's getting, that's nuts. I don't dude. know. Yeah, crazy. I mean, I think, like, the podcast I listen to that kind of, like, is ins- inspiration for me is that Tiger Belly podcast, which is Bobby Lee's podcast, and that's, like, that's a dude, like, his his career was Mad TV, right, and then a fuck ton of time doing stand-up, 
And then, like, he looked around, like, in his mid-40s and was like, shit, I don't, like, I, like, nothing has worked out for me. I do not have a career doing anything. And so his girlfriend was like, well, you should start a podcast. And so just anything he would do, he plugged his podcast. And so now his podcast, like, he can sell ads and shit, you know? Like, he's got a pretty good following on it because he's been plugging it for so long. What is he, what's his podcast like? It's like, it's, it's, it's just bullshitting. It's him sitting around with like two or three dudes just shooting the shit. He'll have like a celebrity comedian on sometimes and they'll talk to them for a little while. And then at the end they do like an unhelpful advice segment where they get stuff in from listeners. And like, there was a dude like last time on the podcast, they had a guy from New Mexico who sent in a letter and it was like, Hey, so I let my wife, um, we opened up our marriage. And so my wife went and slept with a couple of dudes and like That's now, a terrible like, idea. Now, um, I can't satisfy her anymore. Yeah. And, and it was like, and Bobby Lou was like, well, no shit, it's done. Like you're screwed, dude. Like, like you, she's figured out what she likes and it's not you anymore. You know? <laughs> did you, did you ever watch Arrested Development? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for yeah, sure. It was like, uh. I always recommend open marriages for couples, and then it never works, but you know, it <laughs> might work for us. It might work for us. It might work for us. We might be the one that screams by. Yeah. I've never, I've never seen that work either. I had a friend that was in an open marriage, and it was like, literally, it was like the step, it was like the step out the door. You know? Yeah. It was like... It always is. The thing about open marriages is that the woman always wins, because <laughs> women can just get laid whenever they want yes. for the most part like you know how hard a dude has to work for that yeah. like <laughs> you're you're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna win no. as a guy you're not gonna like i don't know that's why grinder is a thing like, yeah. <laughs> if a dude wants to get laid as quickly as a woman does grinder that's yeah. where you gotta go for that yeah that's have you ever done that work. have you ever done, i've downloaded grinder once to yeah, see yeah i used to browse grinder with a buddy because we'd just go into public places and it'd be like Home Depot. And yeah. It's like there's two dudes that want to have sex right now, walking around Home, in Home Depot. Depot. They're like it's buying buying light bulbs and <laughs> trying to get some dick at the <laughs> same time. <laughs> I'll blow you by the concrete. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's craziness. Yeah, the craziest thing about Grinder is like you can have like no name, no profile pic. Just you're like a, you just exist on Grinder, and within like in a minute you'll get like eight people hit you up. Like how many? I'll variants? suck your dick. That's the crazy thing is that people. It's not like, hey, will you suck my dick? Like, as a guy, like, well, that's what you say to girls. Yeah, sure. It's dudes that's like, let me suck your dick, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's like, so weird. I know. It's that's so weird. Pretty crazy. I, I don't know. <laughs> I think that I would be a really good gay guy if I didn't like chicks. Like, I think I'd be yeah. really good at it. Like, yeah. I feel like I like, like, design. I like interior yeah. decoration. I like, I like... You're thin, wine. thin I like, and I neat. Like, you have cats. Yeah, like I, I'm a very metrosexual man. Like I feel like I'd be really good at being gay. I just yeah. don't like. I'm just I wish gay. I was gay. I do. <laughs> I do wish I was gay. I would totally be gay if it wasn't for me not being gay. Which I think is what you were just saying. Yeah. But exactly. I mean, like, why would you not? Exactly. Why would you not be like like it's just you hang out, you watch football together. Right. Then, you know, go in the bedroom for a little bit. <laughs> it doesn't take long. It's easy. It's so easy. simple. You don't have, to, you don't have both... to go shoe shopping. Well, I guess you do. <laughs> because we are both want dudes, to. it's over in like two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't take any time at all to yeah. be gay. Yeah. It's the easiest thing in the world. Yeah, I would I would definitely be gay. I'm going to pray to be gay. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> laughing sorry. sorry. <laughs> Holy shit, that's funny. But oh, yeah, man. so that's what we did. Me and... Steve hung out at Chili's for like four hours. We went to Bar Piano. Oh, you went to Chili's? Yeah, we went to Chili's. Nice. Because it was right there. 
I was planning on going to Chili's and then walking, but he drove, so I just drove over. He ran right over. My suggestion was giving head at a Chili's, and he just completely, he just completely blew past it. Oh really? No mine, pun intended. Mine was. I had two good ones. Mine was a uh, could two <laughs> could two gaping buttholes press against each other and poop back and forth into each other. <laughs> and, I like a lot. And Did then, you hear uh, response to that? It was, was Miguel's uh, best thing. Miguel's best response. Well, no, it night. was. I think it was Adam. Was, oh, it was uh, Adams. Yeah, it was Adams. Like, yeah, you ever watch Fox News? It's funny. <laughs> and then, uh, I liked it a lot. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, and then, uh, visual. And then, uh, what's the deal with diarrhea? Well, that's what I Everyone impersonated Seinfeld for like fifteen minutes. I never. We awesome. didn't. We didn't stay around for uh to see who won. I bet. I. I wonder if one of mine won. I should text Caleb to see. I don't know, man. That bar PM's hoping it didn't. Why well, claim that drink? I don't think he would have given it to me. I think it had to be an audience. I think he said that. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Why would you give it away to a comedian? <sighs> yeah. Screw the comedians, right? Yeah. What do you think about this Michael Flynn stuff? What do I think about it? Yeah. Gotten a pardon. You think he's you think he's like You know what's weird is like you know he's the whole administration down or is he like the in for Watergate or You know you know what's weird about it is that he's a Democrat. Do you know that? No, I had no idea. That's one of their defenses. It's like Michael Flynn, that dude's a Democrat. Wow, no. (laughs) And he's he's like, Yeah, he 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 was hired by Obama and he was. Um, I mean, but Trump was a Democrat for like yeah, ever. True. Like they, Trump and Clinton were literally like the whole reason Trump was president because they're out golfing one day and Trump was like losing and he was like, "Well, fuck you! I'm gonna take the presidency away from your wife." <laughs> and that's the whole reason you're in. They were golf buddies for forever. Yeah, there was like true. literally a 15 minute phone call that he had with Clinton right before he announced. Yeah. It's like, like, it's crazy. Is this true? Yeah, this straight up happened. Oh. It was a big deal. I remember I listened to Rush Limbaugh, like, the day after, because I like to keep up with what my grandparents are doing, right. and, like, the day after, like, he announced that he was running, there was literally this thing where Rush Limbaugh had to come on air and be like, oh, yeah, well, we probably should talk about this. Uh, Trump did have a conversation with Clinton on the phone. Probably wasn't anything, you know, and just moved on. <laughs> But it was so funny. And that was when everyone in the Republican Party was like, maybe, you know, like, people were either outright rejecting it or were very, very tentative about it. With, like, point. a month in, he was, like, leading in the polls. Yeah. He, well, he came, I remember, though, when the Iowa caucuses were finished because I was volunteering for, like, the Rand Paul campaign at the time, like, making calls and shit. Rand Paul 2012. <laughs> 2012. Oh. So anyway, I was volunteering for him, and I thought, well, this is our night. We're gonna fucking do it. And then, like, their numbers came in, and, like, Rand Paul had, like, three votes, you know? And then it was, like, everybody else, and then, like, I was like, holy shit, Trump almost won. Like, Trump yeah, almost won the Ted fucking Cruz won. state. Because Ted Cruz won, right? And I was like, well, Ted Cruz has got this locked up. I was like, this is, this is their boy. We're gonna swing hardcore, far-right wing, you know? But then, like, you know, New Hampshire rolled around, and Trump just, like, sweeped. Like, he just cleaned house. Yeah. And then, like, as time went by, you're like, oh, shit. Well, Trump's I think it was like, after that. South Carolina, Nevada. I think the Trump. big one was South Carolina, though, because, like, I think Trump won. And that was, like, the big deal. It was, like, holy shit. If Trump's winning South Carolina, like. Yeah, because that's Lindsey Graham's day. Yeah. Maybe he might have dropped out at that time. Lindsey um, Graham's weird because he's, like. You know like, he's gay, right? Is he really? I mean, he's not out, but he's not married. He's like fifty, and he talks like they just. I mean, he's and he like, hates gay marriage too. Like, I don't absolute, think he does. I, I feel like he, he rails against it so much. You know, he must be. You know what's weird is like, 
you know who 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 whose seat he is in his old seat like the senator before him Strom Thurmond, who's really? like known to be a staunch segregationist oh, who has shit. like who has a kid with a black woman that, that that ended up happening like I feel like that's the South's big thing is just like we really are pro all these things we yeah. just can't admit it yeah but I'm 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 like <laughs> I mean I, don't sue me Lindsey Graham but I think you're gay I guess <laughs> all right. I th- this is how Lindsey I- Graham look at it this way okay yeah. you've got all the pieces yeah. just try just like it's easy just try yeah when I I think I think I googled like I'm like like because he sounds super gay because he's like I can't believe I can't believe Donald Trump I'm like and so I googled it and and first of all he's like never been married or like had a girlfriend I'm like red flag and I and like there, there's like rumors about it too like it's like I think it's like a known thing that everyone well, he, knows it I gotta look at a picture of Lindsey Graham and see like if he was attractive at one point you know I wonder if he was like I wonder if he just couldn't get laid gee Lindsey Graham he could now he's a senator he would think, um, well he's not like on it he does look a little he does look a little bit like I mean he's old this high school yearbook picture. Did you did you ever? S- wow, there's Lindsey Graham do, in high do you remember, school. Do you remember how Ted Cruz won Iowa? He wasn't. Holy shit, this is so funny. Do you remember how Ted Cruz won Iowa? That yeah, he looks pretty good. Wow, yeah, he looks all right. How did Ted Cruz is that win him? Iowa? Yeah, that's him. Uh, well, no, it's not him. There's a um, picture of a young-looking Lindsey Graham wearing a nice sweater and a, a beanie. beanie. But uh, there's no way this is him. It's supposed to be someone else. John Strauss. Yeah. That's got it. Yeah. But Ted Cruz told like a bunch of voters that like Ben Carson dropped out of the race, and so he took all, he took all Ben Carson's voters. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. He sent out postcards too. You remember when he did that? He sent out these fucking postcards, and it was like, um, there's a ninety nine percent chance so and so drops out of this race. If you don't vote for me, was that the thing that he did with Ben Carson? Yeah. Okay. And that, and that that's when like wow. ben, ben Carson went back to his home in Florida, and then there was a, then there's that like notorious new uh, video of him stand, standing in front of a house talking to a reporter, and Ben Carson <laughs> goes, "Oh my luggage." And <laughs> yes. Ben Carson's the funniest dude. Yeah. I would have loved to have that guy as president. He's like the he's craziest fucking, uh, asshole ever. He's fucking uh, Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, which I love how <laughs> they gave to a black guy. <laughs> it's the most racist thing ever. Typical. It's so funny. <laughs> it um, cracks me up, man. I love that, like, <laughs> Iowa was the only state that dude could win, and it was literally just by cheating his way out of it. Yeah. Like, And then when Trump came out and he said, Lion Ted, like... That was the end of it. It was like, because everyone knew. Everyone knew that that guy had zero integrity. He seems very slimy. He is. He's a dick. Like, he was pretending that Ben Carson was dropping out. I, I... That guy's such a tool. As much as I hate Trump, we are so lucky that Ted Cruz did not become president. I, like, I don't know if it's, like, my liberal, my liberal bias, my my (laughs) triggers, but, like, it, like, Ted Cruz and... Like, Mike Pence just seems so disingenuous to me. And, like, a lot of conservatives are like, wow, they seem so real. Like, I like, I think Trump, you see what you get. You know yeah, what I mean? I like, agree. Ben, ben he's, Carson. He's, full, he's like a shitty person, but yeah. at least you know. Yeah, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham, aside from being in the closet, like, like, when you're, like, funny. Like Lindsey Graham is, I think Lindsey Graham's one of the funniest people in politics. He's, <laughs> he, I believe, I think he's hilarious. It's like Al Franken and Lindsey Graham. Um, like he, it's just there's something real about it, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't know. Um, but it's just like Mike Pence seems like there's like a 
microchip in the back of his head or something like that. It's like <laughs> something It's like like at, at what point did you start acting like that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Well, and you look at like other know. conservative dudes who are like religious conservatives like a Mike Lee, right? Yeah, who's Mike like, Lee seems a real he dude. He seems normal. Yeah. Like he seems like someone you could be neighbors with yes. who's not crazy, yeah. right? But then you look at Pence, and you're like, holy shit, this dude looks insane. <laughs> like, Ted Cruz, that guy looks fucking crazy. And I went back to look at Mike Pence's radio show in Indiana, because, mm-hmm. you know, if you're like a radio personality, I was expecting like, hey, we get Nick Scholar, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> like, but he's, see, he, 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 I just, the silver EIV microphone. <laughs> like, the only thing, the only thing that I could find of him was like saying, like, it was, like, Memorial Day, and he just, like, gave a speech about the Pledge of Allegiance into the microphone. I was like, this is, like, the most Mike... Do people listen to this so on the Mike radio? It's, it's so funny. It's so Mike Pence. That's and the crazy hysterical. thing is, it's, like, he says he's, like, influenced by Rush Limbaugh. And I'm like, he's so different than Rush yeah. Limbaugh. Like, like I think... I don't know. I, think I don't Ru- know how Rush anymore. Limbaugh is kind of shifty, but, like... Shifty. I don't know, like, 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 kind of like stabby with a rusty blade kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. like he looks like he's hustling. Like you, yeah. can, like you. Whenever you listen to Rush Limbaugh, you go, "This dude has a fucking angle." <laughs> I know he has an angle. I'm not sure what it is yet, yeah. but he might give me a hint if I listen long enough. Yeah, and he's like entertaining to listen to. He's a yes, good and that's broadcaster. Like, I think Rush Limbaugh's funny. I mean, like, yeah, he's sure. politically incorrect, but. I think well, it's funny. I, I think he's wrong about everything, but like yeah. he's an, he's a good broadcaster. Like yes. he's very entertaining, and it's like super high quality you, professional broadcast. You know what cracks me up? Right or left, it, when people say stuff like, um, "Well, these aren't my opinions, people. These are just the facts." I've always <laughs> I just say the facts. Like that's all we do on this the show. The arbiter of truth. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm just reporting the news here. It's amazing. Have you, had, you know, those the balls. That's worse than saying this is my opinion. Yeah, that's worse. I just it's just so funny how people always just spin the truth. And pe- pe- people do in like sports too. Like yeah. Like I was listening to some guy yesterday. It was just like, well, I say what you will about me. I am the most objective person you'll ever meet. And I'm just like, good. That's you know you need to be at least. I like that he gave us that caveat. Say what you will about me, so that we can say you're not the most objective <laughs> person you've ever met. Yeah. This is like the moment you say that you're not an objective person. Say like, what you will about me, but the Patriots are the best team. There's <laughs> ever been sports broadcasters. Those guys know people who are on sports stations. They know that they have to get people to listen to them by saying just bullshit. Like, oh yeah, yeah. They, they, they have to they, say this is the hottest take. Buffalo Bills all the way this year. Speaking of which, so Georgia's in. The college football playoffs. We in. We in. We going. We gonna get a ring. Excited for you. As a we, person who has teams that consecutively lose, I'm very excited for you. Are you a Texas Tech fan? You. Oh, yeah. Huge. Which I, we got a bowl game this year, which was big for yeah, us. Yeah. I think I was with you when everyone was like losing their minds for going 6-6. Six and six, and well, I was like, it wasn't for going 6-6. Six and six. It was because we beat Texas. Texas I know. Texas University, man. Like, it's a big deal. The Longhorns. Like, we fucked them up. <laughs> That's huge. <laughs> That's but, huge, man. The last time we did that was like, I don't remember. I'm not. I'm not good at football. I'm better at soccer. So I'll give you some. So I'm. I'm. I'll monologue this for you. So, SEC football is probably like the best. I don't know how much you know. That's like you probably the best football conference. Yeah. It. It was like complete. Like every national championship came from there from like 2006 to 2014. And then I think only like Ohio State and Clemson won in between there, and I think Auburn won uh-huh. in there again. Um, but like also, so Georgia went to the SEC championship when I was there in 2011. 
Um, so like there's like the SEC West mm-hmm. and the SEC East in the East. There's Georgia, Florida, South Carolina, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, um, Kentucky, and then they added Missouri in 2012. Yeah. And then in the West, there's Auburn, Alabama, Mississippi State, Mississippi, uh, Arkansas, someone else, and then they added Texas A&M in 2012. What, it? what am I missing? Oh, LSU. Hmm. Um, you keep talking. I'm going to go use the bathroom. Right <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'll be right okay. back. You keep explaining this. I'll talk to Daniela. So, they... So, Georgia went there in 2011. We So, in order to go to the SEC championship game, you have to win out your division. Basically, just win... Beat, beat the East as much as possible. So, we went 2011. We played LSU and... We weren't going to win LSU. We kind of kept up. It was all right. And then in 2012, we were, like, number three, and Alabama went from the east, and they were, like, number one. Like, it was it was whoever won in that 2012 championship game was going to the national championship. And we, they would play Notre Dame, who's not a good team. So whoever basically won the SEC championship would have won the national championship. So I was there with the band, and that was the biggest game we had played in 30 years because... We, had, we went to the national championship in, like, 82 and lost, but we won in 80. And uh, so I was, like, super hyped. Those tickets were, like, 700 bucks, and I got paid to go there. And we we caught, like, we lost, in, like, we were, like, on the fifth-yard line and, like, ran out of time and lost. Like, someone caught a pass, and, like, the, they were on the five-yard line, and, the, and, the, and it just ticked down. The clock ticked down and we lost. That was like the most heartbreaking loss that I ever had. Um, so we've been like we've been like met since twenty twelve. Like twenty thirteen, we were really good, but then we had like eight guys break their ACLs. Twenty fourteen, we had like a freshman quarterback. We had nobody. Uh, twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen, it like it's just been it's just been like okay. Like we've been going like eight and four. Got a new coach. We fired we fired our coach for. Mark Drake, who's at Miami now. What did we fire him for? We fired him because he was like eight and five. Like, all right, so like he he was like a he was like a super Christian guy first, and like a football guy second. He was just like super chill. That probably doesn't fly in the deep south, does and it? I mean, a lot of people liked him for that. I mean, he's like a super nice guy, but he was like, like I mean, it just football was not his priority. Like he would hand out Bibles and stuff, and it's oh, just like that's cool. Can you care about football? He's Jesus like, turn this game around. He's like, I mean, it's like like in the south, like it's like number one, like number one is God, God. number. Number two is family. Number three is football. Right. And we were like, well, we kind of, you're a football coach, so you kind of need. <laughs> well, we decided, football. we actually decided actually number one's football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, can, we can hire. God's a, good. That's good for PR. Yeah. We can hire a priest if you want, but <laughs> if you want to be a football coach. But you got you to gotta coach football. Look, yeah. <laughs> Jesus might help save your soul, but he's not going to save this season, okay? Yeah. So he started in 2001, Mark Richt, um, and. Went until 2015. And when he got fired, I was like, we probably shouldn't have fired him. Because we fired him, like, right after we beat our rival, Georgia Tech. Uh-huh. Like, like, on the bus home, we were like, hey, listen, uh, we don't want you here. And he's like, but I won. And they were like, shut up. Um, <laughs> but he got us, like, he got us, like, three SEC championships, like, 01, 02, 05. And since then, it was, like, met. Like, we underperformed. Like, in 08, we were the number one team in the nation. We had Matthew Stafford, who's quarterback for the Detroit Lions. Oh, nice. We had A.J. Green, who's, like, number one receiver for a while. I don't know if he still is, but he was for a while, and he plays for the Bengals. We had Sean Marino, who was a really good back um, for the Broncos, but he kind of 
had injury problems, but I think he was like number one back for the Broncos for like a season. Nice. So we had like just an amazing team in 08 and like I think we uh, I mean, I think we went like 10 and 10 and 2 mm-hmm. or like like 9 and 3 that year. And then like 2012 like again choked at the SEC championship going to the national championship. So we cut we cut him loose in 15 and then we hired Kirby Smart from Alabama. And 16 was like, okay, I think we went like 8 and 4 again and then this year we were undefeated. We were like I think we were like 10 and 0. Mm-hmm. And um Finally lost to Auburn. Get to the SEC championship game. We beat we we revenge Auburn. Nice. And so now we're in the playoffs. Congratulations. We play Oklahoma in the Rose Bowl. Oh god. Um, it's be a tough game. On January first. I think oh, you were OSU. Oh you. Oh you. Okay. Oklahoma. That's the real one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Alabama still got in somehow. Like they they, they weren't in the SEC championship Roll game. Roll tide. Roll tide. Um, but yeah, roll pretty, tide and buy tide. That's what I always say. I'm pretty excited about it. Tide sponsors of the red tide. If I, where is it? Orange tide. What color is the tide? Maroon. Maroon tide. <laughs> Maroon lagoon tide. You gonna watch it with me? Sure. I when think I'm gonna be. The game? I, I think I'm gonna be on a plane. It's New Year's Day, but I think I'll be oh, on a shit. plane. Well, if you're here, I'll watch it with you. What are you going? Where are you going? Where am I going? Yeah. Oh, home. Oh yeah. And then okay. I'll be coming back. Then that's cool. But yeah, I can't I'll believe be it. Home for Christmas. Yeah, I'll be home for Christmas. My family's leaving. Like I was like, I, I told her when I'll be home, and they're like, "Oh, we're not gonna be there." And I was like, "So I'm just gonna be by myself." I'm like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> and you're still going? I bought a plane ticket already, and I was like, "Hey, what the fuck are you gonna do? Go to comedy shows?" Oh my god, <laughs> dude, that's I don't know. sad I mean, as fuck. I've got plenty. I've got plenty of friends there. <laughs> better dude yeah. your fucking family's not gonna be there yeah. damn man that's cold yeah thanks mom <laughs> like oh we're going to the beach you want to come and i was like not really oh wow i love people who have such inconsiderate parents yeah it's so funny yeah well to be fair she did Bail. tell where she are they going myrtle beach uh i think they usually go like on the inside of the gulf myrtle beach is on yeah that's south carolina Okay. They usually go to. It seems like a deep south thing to do. Go to Myrtle Beach. It is, uh, but they usually go to like Panama City Beach, like on the inside of the Gulf. Sexy. Florida, or like the cool Florabama. Florabama. I forget that's a thing. I forget they share like that fucking deal there. Have you? That's where we spring break, baby. Gulf Shores. What? Have you? Have I think that's where it's filmed too. But do you do you know what I'm talking about? The Gulf Gulf Shores, like, is it a movie or a TV uh, show? They they. Just started a new show. It's like it's the Floribama Shore. It's like Jersey Shore. No, but it's the Floribama Shore. Oh my god! It's is good. it like party it's down fucking south? Good. Is it like party down south or whatever? Or? I never saw that, but it's fucking good. I, I haven't watched it. it. I haven't watched it, but like I've seen previews for it. There was a show because it's so accurate. Like like you're like oh these people are like the exceptions. Like no, but no, they're, they're the not. Rules. They're the rules. Yes. Really funny. <laughs> I watched clips from Jersey Shore the other day and I got so sad. I, was I like, think the people from so Jersey funny. Shore are the exceptions, right? I, d- I don't know. I, d- I don't, I don't know think. Mo- I don't think. Really? Yeah, I really don't. I think that's a lot of people that are in Jersey, man. Like, I really think that that's kind of that way. Like, because you have so many. Like, that. What happened here, right? Is like New York said, "Fuck poor people. We're kicking you all out." Right. <laughs> so they kicked them all out. Right, and they just shit them out in Jersey. Right, so what wait, they did? Wait, wait, how did they kick? Did they really do this? How did they? Well, kick? Yeah, they gentrified 
occupied the fucking place. You know how expensive it is they, to live there? They kicked all the Italians out. They kicked all the fucking Italians <laughs> out. So they were like, if you were a tracksuit, fucking go to Jersey, right? So they kicked those fuckers out, right? The only people they could afford to say were people who moved in. So, like, there's people who own fucking apartments in New York who literally don't live there. They just, like, have shit tons of money. They'll buy a fucking apartment there because they can afford it, and then they'll just live somewhere else. And then occasionally, like, well, I'll go stay at my apartment in New York, you know, and just fucking New York. In. So, like, they've even done, like, rent control on these fucking apartments. So, like, there's, like, um, one guy I heard from, and, like, he has a fucking apartment, but he's, like, grandfathered into it, right? So, like, his mom lived there, and the law says because they live in this certain district that he can keep paying 500 bucks a month, which is, like, nothing yeah. for rent in New York. Like, to, like stay there. <laughs> yeah, but, like, anywhere that they didn't district that to, right, they just fucking kicked all the poor people out because they're like, well, you gotta pay the rent and you gotta leave. And so they're like... Well, fuck it. I guess, you know, Jersey looks all right. So all the poor people ship out to Jersey. So Jersey's literally Jersey like... sucks so bad. It literally... It's like they sucked all the poor people out and they dumped them into Jersey. You mm. know, so there's no like... It's not like there's this like nice steak with like marbling of fat through it. It's just like, <laughs> here's your fat here. And here's your steak here. That's yeah. what they did. And like, the, Jersey's the fucking fat. They just left them all there. It's, it's a symbol of two things. How bad it is when you just let gentrification like rule everything and you just kick everyone the fuck out that's poor. And also just how crazy it is when you just combine all this poverty into like one fucking space, you know? Even the people who make it out of Jersey that have money, right? They still leave with some of the insanity. It's yeah. like some dude that leaves fucking Arkansas. Like Scaramucci. Yeah. I guess he's from Long Island, but yeah. Well, it's like people that have money that leave Arkansas. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the, there's Arkansas doesn't leave them. You the know Beverly, what I mean? Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> yeah, it's the Beverly Hillbillies, but Jersey Shore edition. You know what's so crazy is when you I... You've seen I that clip of Snooki like, sitting in a refrigerator? No. Because her ass itches? No. Holy shit, Maybe. dude. That's I vaguely crazy. remember that. But, but, I, but the funniest thing is, like, when I watch the Jersey Shore, it's like, it just seems so far from reality to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, these people... We'll snap back to reality. Up oh, there goes gravity. Exactly. Mom spaghetti. Thanks. And uh, <laughs> just tank reference. <laughs> is that the same song? Yeah. Yes, it is. Sure. Is. Uh, <laughs> um, Eminem references are dank. So I, I didn't realize. Like uh, it just seems unreal to me. But like then I watch Floor of Amishore and I'm just like, Holy this shit. is like a reality TV this show. Is like this real is real. Life. This is a documentary. <laughs> it's it's true. crazy, man. It's true shit. I forget it's how we got on that. I just, I just went there. That's okay. What else did you want to talk about? Um, Dump it on me. Net neutrality. What's your position on net neutrality? I don't know, dude. I, I don't. I can't trust anyone yet. I guess I'm against it because Reddit had a really cool loading icon on their website that like was real glitchy, and I was like, oh shit, my internet's real slow. And then it turns out it was just an ad. Like they just made their icon load really slowly. Wait, so you're for net neutrality then? Okay, so explain it. If I'm for net neutrality, that means I don't want the companies running everything. Is that what that means? Yes. Okay, then I... I and this is what I'm going to say. See, I this, is, this is bad because I wish you knew because I... I don't know anything about I, it. I, I have the unpopular opinion of being against net oh, neutrality. Oh, really? Okay, well, you explain... Look, you're the evangelist of being against net neutrality. Okay. And you get to explain why. Okay. Uh, everyone, listen up. I have a representative from the Koch brothers here yes. to explain why net neutrality is a bad okay, thing, so and you all should be slaves. Go just, ahead. So, first of all, just from a morality standpoint, all right, like, if if you are, like, an Uber driver, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and someone's acting a fool in your car, 
Okay. You should be able to kick him out, right? Like, it's your car. Or yeah, someone, sure. Like, this is your house. You can kick me out. Sure, fuck you, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, if the ISPs own these networks, I uh-huh. feel like it's their property. They should be able to do whatever they want with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. It might not be in my best interest, but I think morally that's, like, the right... Like, like remember when everyone was really mad about... Well, who can own the ISPs in the rivers? Who can own the mountains and the skies? You remember when everyone was really mad about that guy getting dragged off of American Airlines? Yeah, me. Like six six months ago, was that you? That Asian guy? Ah! Ah! His scream was the best. That was you you in disguise. He was screaming. Yeah. It was so funny. No, I won't leave. Um, (laughs) But but I was like, I was like. And then it turned out he was a crazy pill popping, like. Was he? Yes, he was insane. Like, he was just like. He was literally like giving people drugs in exchange for them blowing him. Like, that was. What? I never heard that. Yes. He was insane. He was doing like Percocets and shit. Like, he was nuts. Wow. Um, So, like, people freaked out about that. They're like, "How how can American Airlines do this? And I'm like, it's their plane. Like, I did hate that guy. Like, he was loathable. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I was just like, it's their plane. Like, I mean, if they if if they don't want you on their plane, like, because they got to have pilots Fuck on, you, like, it's their plane. Yeah, I was like, I was like, yeah, that's, that's fine. Cool. And also, they didn't need government regulation because everyone was so pissed about it. They were just like, all right, we won't do this anymore. Yeah. Problem solved. The only here's where it gets complicated is it's like. Like, the, the, the line gets really thin when you don't have a whole lot of companies. When it's, like, one or two companies, yeah. and they're like, if you don't like it, go somewhere else. And they're like, there is nowhere else, you know? Yeah. That's when the problem comes in, you know? And yeah. sometimes, if if we have corporations that, like, cut the rules so that they're a monopoly, and then they're like, if you don't like it, go somewhere else. And, like, there isn't anywhere else because you fucked over all the competition. Yeah, but I think, I think I think somewhere else will happen. I don't know. Like, like Not make, if they keep writing fucking regulations and shit. Yeah, man. exactly. It's like, crazy. Like, that, like, I'm kind of for net neutrality just because there's so many regulations so it's hard for ISPs to compete. Uh, so, like, that's hard for, like, new ones to start and compete. That won't fuck shit up, but I don't know. Um, but all right, another way to think of it is like, what, cause it's just like sending information. Think about it this way. What if you own a bakery and a gayman comes into your show and he says, I want you to bake me a dick cake. And and then he says, and then he takes your face and shoves it into the nuts. And you say, (laughs) you take this. Unless you do it. And you say, sir, I'm a good Jesus loving sir. And I'm not willing to make a cake out of a dog. You make my cake. You make me my... And then the gayman shoves your face into the nutsack. I want you to write a Jesus verse on my dick cake. (laughs) It's literally... This is the narrative they always go to. They did. They're making me do this. But I'm fine with that, too. Like, I'm fine. I don't think we need... It's great. I don't think we need religious discrimination laws. Like, if... if, I, I don't think... People should be forced to make cakes. I don't care. But I don't give a shit either way. I think it's such a non-issue. Like that happened one time. And what yeah. here's what you know what it is? It's this. It's it's there. All these dudes that have this fucking money over in the corner, and they're like, "Here's two little things you can freak out about: uh, fucking trannies in the bathroom, yeah. and uh, like super religious people having to make dick cakes. Yeah. Right? Freak out about that, people. It's it's moral chum. That's all it is. And so they throw these fucking bullshit out here and then while you're distracted arguing over whether the fucking pastor of the first lutheran church has to bake a fucking cake with you know jesus blowing a dude on it they've got over here on the right they're taking all the fucking money and moving it over into a bigger bigger pot and then the illuminati (laughs) (laughs) you haven't even heard yet (laughs) um but uh 
saying? Oh, all right. So another way to think of net neutrality is like, oh, yeah. it's just it like thinking, back. it's just thinking, it, or it's just information, right? It's just sending information. So it's like, well, and information's it's, like a human construct. Yeah, it's so like it. It would be like saying like you can't have priority mail. Like if you're like, okay, I have a kidney, I need to ship it to New York today. Yeah, yeah. The government says no, you can't do that because grandma needs to send. Her letter to her grandson at the same speed. like like a kidney to New York is not the same as a le- grandson or like junk mail you know what yeah, I mean yeah yeah so like those are two different points of information that need to travel differently like 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 FaceTime uh-huh. that needs to travel quickly so it works effectively you know yeah, what I mean okay, like I you that. loading a Wikipedia page doesn't it's not to, as important as yeah, somebody so FaceTiming with their so mom it it doesn't allocate the resources effectively. Gotcha. But also, there's huh. ton, there's tons of other regulations that make it like if there was an ISP that wants to squash Google, mm-hmm. there's not there's it's hard for another ISP to start like just for example like getting permits to like hook up to c- cable poles. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, okay. That, that that's a whole. That's all regulated. And yeah. Shit, huh? So I think net neutrality is alright just because there's so many other regulations. But most of it, most of it's like there's other countries that don't have net neutrality regulations right like so in mexico they don't have net neutrality regulations and uh it's not like it's not like there's some conspiracy involved where they block facebook it's mostly like verizon has their own streaming service where they have music and movies and verizon says hey you can have unlimited data for music and movies for us it's not like it's more of like a net gain than a net positive, okay. from what I can tell. That makes sense. Yeah, I guess I guess I get that side of it. I think people are freaking out because the internet's yeah. been like an equalizer. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like you can. Well, learn. these rules have only been around for like three years, so that's crazy. I was like fine before. <laughs> I think it's fine. I just think every everyone's freaking out. Well, now people are talking about. I Windows. say we legalize weed first before we talk about internet. <laughs> Well, now people are talking about wanting to, like, regulate Bitcoin and shit, and I'm like, well, like... How can you even do that? I don't, I don't know that you... That's the whole point of Bitcoin, right? Well, th- they would do is they regulate the, the companies that are converting it to dollars, basically. Oh. So you wouldn't be able to take it out of Bitcoin, right? But I think what would happen is that if you regulated that, that more companies would start just accepting Bitcoin. Like, you'd have more and more people who would accept it just to not have to deal with the hassle of dealing with the regulations. That's so crazy. Could, couldn't... I didn't know companies do that. Couldn't I just like pay you to get Bitcoin? Couldn't like individuals do it? And no. Well, okay, but like you, they would regulate it so that it, you couldn't get it that easily. So oh, like that's so stupid. No, it really is bullshit. But it's why I mean, it's, why well why? because China just did this. China said no more Bitcoin. So they're like they clamped down on it. And like China is like the king of this, where they'll just go no more of this. And then it turns out the next day that they're the second largest producer of whatever X was, you know. So they said no more Bitcoin. And then an article came out literally the day afterwards that said, oh, by the way, China is the number one producer of Bitcoin miners, you know. So they're producing all of this shit to make it happen. Like it's almost like the free market is too powerful for China. Like yeah. they can't control it anymore. You Believe know? it or not. Um, I saw somewhere, I think it was like Steam, like you know that program? Yeah, like gaming platform. I wanna say I wanna say Steam, some program, I wanna say it was that, was using the like in their background like the compute the computers to like mine bitcoins. Like so if you had Steam running you were mining bitcoins for for Steam. Whoa. (laughs) That's crazy. 
But I thought one time, I was like, wouldn't it be funny if you just ran an extension cord from, like, somebody else's house, like, Homer Simpson style from Flanders' place, and you just run it over to your house and you plug in a bunch of bit miners to it, and you're just fucking sucking their power bill and converting it into your Bitcoin, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. You need, like, AC to cool down your house because you're running so many servers. <laughs> There's people who do it, man. In Venezuela, they've got price-controlled electricity, and so now they have, like, massive amounts of Bitcoiners that go in there, and they're like, great, cheap cheap fucking electricity for everyone. That's what happens when you have the government control the price of things, right. is that you have people who just take advantage of it. So, right. like, all of these people who are just douchebags, they're like, yeah, we'll take advantage of this system, you know? They just get richer and richer and richer off of this free electricity that they convert into fucking Bitcoin, you know? It's crazy. Venezuela is terrifying. That's like a failed state. Yeah, man, it's fucking crazy. How do you take the world's largest oil reserves and turn it into no money? Like, how do you turn it into fucking over every person in the country? Because A, government, and B, the price of oil crashed. Even if the, even, I, I mean, I think the government made it worse, but I mean, way worse, but I mean, they would have been bad off without it because the price of oil halved and has been in half. That dude's name is Duterte, right? Duterte? Yeah, in the, the Philippines. Philippines. That's the Philippines. I don't know who's in... Hugo Chavez did Venezuela. He was like the one that expanded yeah, all the social the guy family. that followed Chavez. What was that guy's name? Nic- no, oh, Nicolas Maduro? Maduro. Yeah, that's him. That guy is fucking nuts, dude. That's crazy. I don't know if he's still around. Well, it's it's just nuts. Like, I was reading an article the other day about Hugo Chavez's fortune. And it's like all the money that these fucking asshole dictators just took out of these countries. Because they're not... Like, it's not fair to say these are socialist nations, right? Oh. These are dictatorships, yeah. right? That started out as socialist nations, right? And then they move towards dictatorships, right? right? There are countries that don't do that, right? The Baltic nations have plenty of them, right? But a lot of times what happens is if you have, like, a group of people who, like, they, like, the people have no power in the situation, and then they're like, well, help us out, and they give all the power over to, like, one dude, right? Mugabe is another example. What happens is they just, like, take advantage of the situation, and then, like, the people don't have any power to control it, you know? Like, in the Baltic nations, you had people who had more power, like, had more control over the situation, they are better informed and stuff and then like socialism works out better in their situation because they found a better way to make it work you know but in these like third world countries where they come in and sell them that's like like it's crazy because it's like you're dealing with something that's so fucking sophisticated and then you're what socialism or what yeah it's like it's a sophisticated system that has a lot of moving fucking intricate parts to it and it requires a lot of fucking like voyeurism in order for it to fucking work you know you have to like not be thinking every second of the day about how you're gonna like like I would take advantage of that system yeah any like anyone I know would probably that's why I've become like really cynical that's that's what's led me to become like a libertarian is just because I'm like this shit's never gonna work yeah (laughs) well but that's my thing is like is it libertarianism or is it me looking under the hood of my Prius and going I don't understand this so it can't happen (laughs) you know that's probably part of it too like it or is it just me being an idiot you know because there are people who are smarter than me that I trust could probably make it work but I don't think that they're stronger than me and so I don't know that they would be in a position where they could make it work you know so but like I don't I can't like look at fucking 
Denmark, Norway, and Sweden and be like, that shit doesn't work. Socialism's a failure 100% of the right. time. No, fuck you. Like, those those places do have, like, fucking, like, healthcare, you know, that's, uh, like, uh, universal. And it works okay, you know? It's, their, their countries are not in statistically massive amounts of debt compared to the United States. Yeah, what is their with that? Their economies aren't fucked, you know? Why because they know we, how to make it work. Why are we in debt all the time? Why do we keep on doing that? Well, because we have corporations that suck off all of our money and they pour it into shit like the fucking military industrial complex or they suck it into a healthcare industry that feeds old people until they're like 140. I just know? can't believe like no one is just gives a fuck. Like the tax bill that just passed is gonna like add two trillion of debt. No it's one gives like, a shit. No one gives how a does shit. No one care. I don't know man. It's it's like if if like if you sit down and you look at your budget, which I've done before, and you go, we're fucked, right? Yeah. You like that leads to some changes, right? Yeah. Unless you're the United States. If you're the United States, you're like, well, I guess we can spend another trillion dollars. Like, here's a crazy... I read an article, and it was this nonpartisan group that examined the tax bill, and they said, this bill is going to add $333 billion to the economy, but it's going to add $1 trillion to the deficit over the next 10 years. And I was like, well, what the fuck? Why don't we just give $1 trillion to the economy? Why don't we just go into debt, say, here's $1 trillion, uh, fucking Elon Musk, you get some of it, fucking Bill Gates, you get some of it. Fucking uh, uh, Exxon Mobil, you get some of it. You know what I mean? Like Nestle, here's a portion for you. So it's Why don't adding, we just it's do that? adding less to the economy than we're going. Yes, to then we're going to debt for. Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> it's, it's like how do you even do that? Like, I think <laughs> it was the money go? Fucking Milton Friedman, like he said, the best way to stimulate an economy is just to fly over it in a helicopter and throw money outside of the helicopter. Yeah, and just people pick up the money and spend it. Yeah, he know? said that. He said that as a joke, but like <laughs> he did. He did said, he really? Yes. He I didn't know that. that. He was being sarcastic, but he, like quantitative easing, the the what the Fed did to help the Great Recession. Yeah, yeah. It's called helicopter money. From that Holy idea, shit. where it's just I had no idea dumping. God, I'm such a dumbass. Money into oh, it. Wow, you hear my fucking dumbass opinions. This is <laughs> I want to start a podcast, and it's called the Dumbass Libertarian Kind of. And it's just me giving my shitty opinions, having smart people on, and just giving my shitty opinions on politics. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't ever I can't ever get flustered around someone because if someone says something I'd be like well you could be right I don't know anything I know that's how I am too I don't know I get really opinionated about some things but like that's not the thing I get opinionated the only thing about. I know is is, is that I know nothing weed. I'm pretty oh. sure about yeah the weed thing seems weed. simple like yeah. it, ladies and gentlemen Just, of the haha <laughs> joke so funny please podcast <laughs> listen to me for one second there's no reason that weed should not be legal yeah. There's not, there's not one reason we can, we can talk about Coke. We can talk about heroin. We can talk about a fucking Percocets. I think we should talk about most fucking prescription drugs, no. but marijuana, there's no reason. If there's, you think there's about no argument that makes sense for criminalizing weed. If you think about the amount of money, all right. So like the amount of money it takes to run a prison, to keep someone in it, the productivity that you lose from people being in prison, the tax law taxes that you lose from people being in prison, Taxes that you have to collect to pay the prisoners to keep the lights running, to keep the courts going, lawyers, legal fees, to keep pe- police patrolling, freaking HR for police departments, new tires for police cars, all of everything. Like, the amount of money that you're paying to lose economic, like, like we're all paying like 800 bucks a year to prevent, like, le- weed from being legal. <laughs> and we lose money from it. Like, we lose, like, pro- like, Weed 
is supposed to be like a forty billion dollar industry. Like that's like bigger than corn. It's huge. Yeah, I don't know. Huge, and we're not getting to suck any of it into the yeah. tax system. Like here's my pitch, right? If your goal, this is my pitch to the corporations of America. Yeah. If your goal is to take money out of the economy and use it somewhere, weed's a great place to do it. Yeah. You could suck so much tax money out of weed and just pump it into whatever the fuck you want to. Offload it into some... I don't know how it works. I guess you stick money in papers in Panama. I don't know how that that operates, you know? If you want to offshore it somewhere, just do it. Just legalize it. Offshore that money, y'all. I Come on, 1%. Like, get with it. I kind of get taxes... If that's a thing. I don't know if that's a thing either. I kind of get taxes where it's like, okay, may, maybe you have to collect taxes to invest in something that may give you like a return in, in investment later, like maybe like education. Sure. Or like the military, because if you don't have that, then maybe your return on here investment. fuck you up. Sure. Yeah. But like, it's like, what is the return on investment on like weed? Like, I don't know. <laughs> there's no, there's, it's one of those deals where I have no idea what that does for <laughs> I don't us get at it. all. Um, I don't get that. I don't get energy subsidies either. Like that doesn't make sense to me. I, I, like I, why subsidize? Like why? Why are we subsidizing energy at all? I I I, I as long I wish we had a carbon tax, but until we don't, like I kind of get the energy subsidies. I guess I don't no, know. No, but like I'm that. talking about energy subsidies. Like for instance, like Elon Musk tweeted out the other day, and he's like, "Fucking oil companies, fossil fuels get ten times the amount of subsidies that green energies do right now." Yeah. Like that's great. Like why subsidize any of it? I've tried to look into it. This is like kind of my major, but I never like really understood. It. <laughs> like I, some some of it is a little misleading because I know some of it goes to like pollution controls or something like that. But oh, okay. I, I really don't. I really don't get it. Like I I think and I think people kind of consider their subsidies sometimes like <clears throat> tax breaks for drilling on federal lands. I, mm. I, I really I really well, have no idea though I I, I don't definitely get it. they consider tax breaks as being subsidies yeah. right which they are in effect because if you're paying a lower tax rate than like an average the person then necessary yeah then you are necessarily being subsidized because you're giving given an advantage inside of the economy right. right but like I don't get like we do price control like in two thousand and eight we dumped bukus of money into the economy so that the gas prices would go above like fucking five fifty dollars five fifty a gallon, right? right? So you remember when gas prices were fucking crazy expensive? Yeah. We were working as hard as we could to keep gas prices low. But if we'd gone through that fucking thing, like in a natural environment, if we'd gone through that thing, think about the revolution we would have had in energy where we could have like yeah, fuck, fucking Teslas could have been everywhere by now if we just hadn't had done this thing. I guess I guess it's just politicians wanting to get reelected, right? I guess so, man. I guess it looks it looks bad to have people line up for gas. And that's like and, that, and that's what thing. makes me cynical. Where it's just like these people keep on doing the wrong thing, like blowing up the deficit and giving subsidies where it's not supposed to. I'm just like that. Politicians are always going to want to be the person that's like, I want to give you money. I like yeah. I want I want in the Constitution where it's where like where you can't make laws, like no laws. Yeah, no more. No laws. We're done. We're done with laws. <laughs> We're done. That's, that's my favorite thing. Is I talk to. Um, a guy one time and he was like yeah I'm a libertarian about this this and this I'm like but like if we just say like libertarianism starting now right <laughs> think how fucked we would be if we just go completely free market starting now with yeah. all of the advantages that all of these people have piled up yes. for themselves right like I think it would take forever to sort itself out it would take so fucking long it might not ever it might not ever there might be such a serious advantage 
One thing that's cool though to think about is like, um, out of like the one percent or whatever, like the people who are perennially millionaires, ninety-nine percent of people, those people lose their fortunes by the third generation. Huh. People, old money doesn't fucking exist. Because you can't, you away. can't like raise your kids rich. No, you can't. You can't give them the thing that made you rich, and the, a huge stack yeah, of money they, can makes, only last. You can only buy so many fucking like fucking uh, uh, cars. You know what I mean? Yeah. You run out of it eventually. What makes you rich is like being frugal and having like a good work ethic. If you're rich and you have everything that you want, like you can't have that. We're just having fucking hustle, right? Like just like yeah. it's weird how like I can look at people and be like, that dude just has no fucking like he could see three hundred dollars on the floor and would not stoop down to pick it up. There's I know people who wouldn't do that. You know, like they just have so little drive that that's like that's as far as they're gonna get in life. I know other people who just hustle all day and all night and like eventually something's going to click and they'll work out, you know, but like the amount of people I know who don't have any sort of like drive and, but that's what like successful people, they come from this thing where they're in the right place at the right time and they have the right set of genetic makeup to where they can fucking hustle and make that thing pan out, you know, but like the only guarantee is that if you don't try, you don't make it, you know, <laughs> like you gotta fucking try or it's not going to pan out at all. I agree. But, like, it's hard for me because, like, it's hard to say because somebody was born with no drive whatsoever, fuck them. You know what I mean? <laughs> because they were born with that thing, you know? Like, I don't know. And I don't know that, like, ambition is necessarily something that you cultivate, you know? I think it's to at least a certain degree something that you're born with, you know? I don't know where mine came from. I think it was my parents. But I don't know. It's weird because it's like sometimes I want to go back in time and tell, like, my parents, like, I wish we could turn back time. Stop. Back to the good old days. Mom, what's that? I just, uh, sometimes I want to be like, why did my parents, like, get mad at me for getting a B on a spelling test in second grade? But then I'm like, well, you can't really, like, you can't really, like, dick off for 15 years and then turn it on in high school. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, true. You kind of have to... You kind of have to start out, like, you, hustling. Like, you have to balance being a helicopter parent and being hands-off. That's true, man. It's weird. Like, the way my parenting was, was it was very, like, like, for the first, like, 14 years or so, it was extreme. Like, they're very much, like, on top of us, riding us all the time, homeschooled, like, on top of it. And then, like, my dad, like, quit farming, and he went to go work as, a, like, an oil and gas landman, which means he was gone, like, all the time, right? And so, like, it became, like, almost, like, no parenting, like, free-range parenting, you know what I mean? So, like... It turned into this deal where it was like such strict parenting and then it was like almost none. And then dad would come home and whip things into shape, you know, and then leave for a while. That kind of happened to me too. Like that was like when I graduated high school was like my, it was like, I couldn't go anywhere without telling my mom something. Really? And and then like as soon as I graduated high school and I had like no idea how to function as a person. Wow, crazy. Good luck. Peace out. That's so nuts. so your dad was a farm. Why did he quit farming? He ran out of water, and then like it's so just hard to be a water. farmer, dude. Well, first of all, we lived like in Brownfield, Texas, which is like this. Did this you sell tiny the farm? Town. Yeah, they sold the farm and everything. Like I think he sold some of it to other family members, and so there's pieces of, like the family land or whatever that's still owned by it. Like what the house I grew up in until I was like eight or nine is still. Where is your farm? Like there's a place called um, Cotton. Yeah, I mean, we farmed, like, cotton, peanuts, you know, whatever. Cotton, peanuts. Peanuts were the big thing. So we were, like, the big thing that we did was we did um, organic peanuts, you know. 
So, like, that was a big deal, you know? And I saw a comedian's joke that was like, why do organic peanuts cost more? Don't they do nothing to them? (laughs) (laughs) Seems like that's really good. Seems like it would do more. It's so weird, but, like, the advantages you get from using chemicals, like, it so greatly lowers the cost of doing shit, you know? But, so we did that for a while, but, like, we moved to, like, further north of where we live in Lubbock, to uh, like try and grow there because there was water. I was thinking this morning because you always give me these names like Mule Shoot. I'm yeah, just like does, I'm like all these names. all these cities sound like fake city names. Yeah, they're just like yeah, I grew up in Sally's butthole. I'm like <laughs> where? My yeah, it's South by Southwest. I'm like, isn't that a movie? <laughs> isn't that a fucking like <laughs> yeah. like a. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, there's my favorite is Happy. There's a, a town called Happy, Texas, and the, the name of their football team is the Cowboys. So they have the Happy Cowboys that live there, which is just great. It's like the Brokeback Mountain jokes that right. you got as like a kid were insane. Right. It's awesome. So we moved there, and then like the economy for like farmers is just shit. So like we have this massive farm because it's a real low margin or whatever right like well now it is it used to not be that way so what happened was in the 1930s they passed a farm bill that said okay the dust bowl's happening great we have people who are literally starving in the middle of the country and then people move to california and shit doesn't work out i.e the fucking grapes of wrath or whatever so we need to figure we need to start cutting farmers checks right so um fdr passed the first farm bill and so they literally would just cut checks to people based off of like their needs you know so you could go in and be like i have so many acres of like land or whatever and they would like fund it you know and they started doing things like uh crop subsidies so they would say hey if you farm x amount of grain and if you bring it in then we'll cut you a nice fat check for every like pound of grain or whatever ton of grain you know so they started like subsidizing agriculture right well what wound up happening is that companies got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and like people who were in the industry got more and more powerful and they could get closer to the people who were like figuring out how to cut these checks and so they started screwing over all of the little guys who were getting these farm bills right so the farm bill became like monsanto well and monsanto is like the smallest part of the problem the biggest part yeah the bigger parts are like one of the big things that screwed us over is it wasn't all, like, companies who, like, got in front of it, even though that was a big part of it. One of the biggest things is just, like, productivity went way up. Like, we used to literally... Because it's easier to farm on yeah. big, consolidated lands My great-grandfather, farms. remembered the first time he met my great-grandmother, he was literally cutting wheat in a field with a scythe. Right. Like, just fucking hacking things down from the root. Like a fucking... <laughs> the like Grim a Reaper. Russian. Yeah, like the Grim Reaper. <laughs> So hacking shit up, you know, and then throwing it onto a cart that a donkey was pulling. What year was this? The next thing. This isn't like the twenties and thirties, you know, like. Wow, that's so crazy! Like that's so crazy that it was still that technology then. Yeah. Because the industrial revolution was like fifty years old at that point. Well, yeah, I mean, but like, I mean, it hit the farms. Like, I think you're like you got trucks and stuff out there. Like, in the 20s, 30s, 40s, you know? And then, like, the real agriculture revolution. Like, the, even when, like, f- like tractors showed up out there, you know, like, maybe the 30s and 40s. Like, the, the, first of all, the 30s were shit because it was, like, the Dust Bowl and the, the fucking Great Recession, right? So you're dealing with the Great Depression. The recession's 2008, right? right. <laughs> the Depression. So you're dealing with all this shit. And so finally, when the economy recovers because of, like, World War II and stuff... You've got people who are, like, working out in these farms who are just now getting tractors. And the first tractors they got were, like, little two-row, like, tractors that, like, they could cover a little more distance than a horse, but not much, you know? Like, they weren't do- they weren't much better off than, like, having a horse and a plow. And then, like, as time went on, we started developing, you know, tractors that could do, like, 
40, 50, 60 row. You know what I mean? Like they can do like ridiculous amounts of work in like no time at all. So if you do that, then like the amount of power that you need from people was like nil, you know? So we did away with that. And then the other thing that happened was when we started subsidizing shit, we immediately created this branch of people in like the, you know, the capital that just work for like ag companies who are like, hey, you should subsidize corn right now. Like, why are we subsidizing corn and putting it into fucking cars? Like, why are we doing that? I don't know. There's no, there's no fucking reason for it, except there's a shit ton of incentive for people to cut bills to corn growers. Because I was the first caucus. That's why. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's all sorts of fucking reasons for it, but like, that's the biggest one is like, there's all sorts of money that gets dumped in fucking agriculture. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we're, we're well over an hour into this deal. Okay. So you want to cut it off? Yeah, I guess it's probably time to kill it. Do we want to say something that's about comedy? Because this is a very politics-laden okay, podcast. Um, uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Aren't you glad I didn't say banana? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I want to start. I, that's, I wrote that. That's really good. I'm glad you did. Wait, 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 wait. I do love it when somebody goes up and they're like, this is my joke. And then you're like, that's not, you're a hack. Like, I, you stole this joke. This I saw, is not your joke. I saw someone uh, do this one. Uh, knock knock. Who's there? Orange. Orange. Moo. <laughs> combining two. <laughs> you know the one? No. I- interrupting cow. Oh, yeah. It's... Well, okay. You're combining the two knock knock jokes. Yeah. Okay. okay. I thought you're making another reference. I don't know. Yeah. Like that's like the uh, best part of a joke is what timing. You just say it at an appropriate time. That's timing joke. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Bye everybody. All right. Bye.